Investor Schooling is an education company located in Langhorne, Pennsylvania. Investor Schooling, the principals or their employees, are not licensed by any regulatory institution. Phil Falcone and Larry Steinhaus are not registered reps of any investment firm, nor do they sell any securities. Their advice is based on their experiences and the experiences of their students. They are not attorneys or accountants, and before using any of their advice, they suggest you check with your legal or tax professionals. To find out more, go to www.investorschooling.com. This show is previously recorded. Now, let's welcome Larry Steinhaus and Phil Falcone, your hosts for Investor Schooling Live. Good afternoon and welcome to Investor Schooling Live. Coming to you from Investor Schooling Headquarters, I'm Phil Falcone here with my business partner, Larry Steinhouse. We are the founders of Investor Schooling. Get ready to learn real estate and stock option investing. Call us with your questions now at 855-939-1137. That's correct. That's the right phone number for that guy who <laughs> called us this week at 855-939-1137. We are a live program. So you can call us anytime during our show, and we will take your calls. That's right. We don't care what we're talking about. Give us a call at 855-939-1137, and we will take your calls. Investor Schooling is located in Langhorne, Pennsylvania, serving the Philadelphia area in a real brick-and-mortar building. That's correct. We are local Philadelphia guys, accessible to our students a minimum of two nights per week. If you want to learn this business, that's the real estate business, that's the stock option business, you want to learn it from people who live it every day. Larry, what's happening, man? So, I don't know, man. I got to talk to you about what, you know, like the other night, we went out for dinner. Did you know that Phil and I broke the law the other night? Isn't that awesome? I love it when we break the law. We went out for dinner, and we had real food in a real restaurant. Now, here's the funny part, Phil. Now, I, 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 I know you remember this. We walked in, and none of us were wearing masks. Of course, you know, we're all none of us are wearing masks. And we walk in, and we're there for a little while. And then all of a sudden, I walk up to the counter, and I said, you know, uh, we're here, you know, Falcone 4. And the guy goes, okay, yeah. And he looks at me, he goes, do you have a mask? I go, no. He goes, you have to wear a mask. And the first thing I'm thinking is, uh, you do realize you're open, right? You do realize you're not supposed to be open, right? And you're telling me to wear a mask? But I decided not to make that argument. I actually looked at him and said, where is our seat going to be? Because I know you know, you only have to wear a mask from the time you you're walk into the restaurant and sit down, which is the dumbest thing ever also. And he says, it's over there. And I just ran to the seat and sat down. Meanwhile, I left Phil, my wife, and his wife over there, and I'm actually curious to know what they said because it took you a while for you for you guys to come over. I can't tell you because it might affect your marriage. <laughs> <laughs> now you have to tell me. <laughs> I'm not allowed to repeat the words that were used. Uh, they would be against the uh, the FCC uh, rules. Of the seven words you're not allowed to say on the air. <laughs> Which one did I rhyme with? <laughs> um, <laughs> That's great. What do you call a cover over a sewer in the middle of the street? <laughs> uh, you 
you definitely got my. You definitely got me. Uh, 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 I'm tearing up actually. If you guys see me on Facebook right now, I'm actually tearing. I'm laughing so hard. That is hysterical. But 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 she had to say more than that because it took you guys at least two minutes before you came over. <laughs> no, she pretty much just came out and used a word that rhymes with something that covers a sore hole. Well, if you guys want to call in and uh, talk to us about your experience of going out this weekend, 855. <laughs> Sorry. You know what else we could do? We could have a contest. Like the guy, the guy who figures out what Larry's wife called him. Uh, you get a free one hour coaching session with Investor School. But they can't say it on the air, John. We'll have to bleep them. Right. They can't say it on the air, but they have to somehow get the words across that we know he knows the answer. There you go. So if you guys want to call in, it's 855-939-1137, 855-939-1137. You can call in. You can ask us questions. And by the way, just so you know, that number is live. It's actually a real number, even when we're even when we're a repeat of the show. So in other words, we do this show live, and we're doing it live right now. And while we do it live, we then repeat it six times a week on other radio stations. So if you call in, someone should answer the phone. And there are times where my phone's on silent and I missed it. Like yesterday when somebody tried to call me and they got all upset because I didn't answer the phone. So I want you to know you can call 855-939-1137 at any time. And you could call me a manhole cover. <laughs> what else is going on, Phil? Well, we got some actual serious topics we plan on talking about today. Like what are the three best ways to get started in real estate? Or... How do you build a buyer's list? Or what is a buyer's list? If you don't know what that is, we're going to tell you. What is better, stocks or real estate? Are we going to have that conversation again? No. Uh, this is different. It's not stocks versus real estate. It's what is better, right. stocks or real estate. All right. So we can discuss the advantages and disadvantages of both. Okay? All right. I know you don't like the stocks versus real estate. Well, I, I like anything that makes money. I know, and those two things make more money than any other topics I know. So far, yeah, you're right. So far, we've proven that, too. Um, another topic is, do you always buy from a motivated seller? Don't fall in love with the deal. Fall in love. Oh, I'm sorry. Fall in love with the deal, not the property. When negotiating, never be the first to name a number. And, of course, we're going to end our show with the most important thing, the topic that's going to put money in your pocket on Monday morning, and that is our stock option picks of the week. Do you know that we've had people call up and say that they've actually made money just listening to the radio for yeah. more stock options picks? We had to figure out a way to charge those people for listening. I know, really. Hey, listen, everybody who's listening, send us $100 each. The address is 108 Corporate Drive East, Langhorne, Pennsylvania, 19047. We also got a question that was emailed in to us. How do I get started in investing? Well, well they go to investorschooling.com. I mean, come on. Well, maybe we could give them a little bit more advice than that. All right, that's cool. Maybe. <clears throat> but they can also call in at 855-939-1137, 855-939-1137, and they can ask us any questions. My eyes are still tearing because I was laughing so hard before. Well, I'm sorry if it's affecting your ability to do the radio show. It is absolutely affecting. It's affecting my ability to see you. All right, so let's talk about the first topic. What are the three best ways to get started in real estate? I could think of a 
I'm going to make some assumptions here. I'm going to make an assumption that the person who's getting started in real estate knows nothing about the business. Nothing. And they have no money. And um, pretty much have never done anything. So they're basically knowledgeless on the topic, have no money, and have never done anything related to real estate before. So the first thing I would think of is, why don't you become a bird dog? It doesn't cost anything, and it's a great way to get started in a business. What does that mean, to be a bird dog? Okay, a bird dog is somebody who finds a potential lead. Somebody you know who might need to sell their house. Somebody you know who's in in foreclosure or in pre-foreclosure and needs a professional real estate investor like Larry and myself to step in and help this person by potentially buying their house and putting some money in their pocket so that they can get out of this house, which may or may not be an albatross hanging around their neck, right? So by being a bird dog, you find out about a lead and you contact somebody who knows what to do with it, like Larry and myself. And that would be a situation where you could get paid for such information, provided we bought the house, okay? So that's one of the easiest things you can do in this business is keep your eyes and ears open. Did you forget to sell us on your cell phone? Uh, no, that's not my cell phone. No, it is your cell phone. I heard it. That's somebody's cell phone here who... They're probably calling because they want, they want to talk to you about the show. Go ahead. Go, go. Why don't you answer the phone? Go ahead. We're only in the middle of a show. Everybody's listening to us. The 40 million view listeners on, on uh, WPHT are listening to us, and the 400,000 people on Facebook are watching us. So All just right. go ahead and answer your phone. All right. So the other way you can make some money in this business is by wholesaling. And if you have no knowledge of it, you're absolutely going to need some knowledge. But... If you don't believe that people can buy houses with none of their own money and get paid to do it, meaning that not only will you not need to put up any money, but you'll actually get paid to buy somebody's house. If you don't believe that that can happen today, then I can't help you. I can't help you at all. But if you do believe, even 10% believe that this might be possible... That's something that we teach on a regular basis at Investor Schooling. And it is an amazing way to make money immediately. So there's no better way to get started in real estate than doing some wholesaling. But what you really should do, if you have absolutely no knowledge of this business, you should get some training. Get some training. Where can they get that, Phil? Well, one place would be Investor Schooling. I believe we're open Monday night at 7 o'clock. Well, yeah, so we have our last class of the year, which is actually the mastermind meeting uh, tomorrow night, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, uh, look, I was playing tennis with a lady on Saturday morning who was asking me about what Investor Schooling is, and I've invited her and her husband to come out on Monday night. That's cool. That's excellent. Yeah, I figure what the heck. You know, I'm not going to tell them to come out in January. Let's, That's right. Let's get it started. Yeah. So I'm actually going to take you a step before your steps for for what people should do to learn how to invest in real estate. So I'm going to assume the same assumptions as you, that they know nothing about real estate whatsoever. They probably haven't even bought their own house yet. Okay. And and uh, this is this is you know this is some people come to us they've never bought a house they don't know anything about buying a house at all I might even suggest that they start looking literally looking at houses 
Like, just to understand what houses are. You mean like open houses? Like open houses. Even go on Zillow or, or Realtor.com and just start looking at pictures. Start, you know, looking at, at, at ones that need, that need um, sometimes they need repairs. And start to go, oh, look, this one needs a kitchen. How much would a kitchen cost me? Then I would even say go to Home Depot and start to walk, walk through Home Depot and look at some of the cabinets and say, oh, well, okay, so if I was going to do this kitchen. And don't, you know, you, you don't have to get crazy with this. Just if I was going to do the kitchen, there are, you know, there are 12 cabinets in this kitchen. How much would 12 cabinets cost me? Just start to understand a little bit about real estate. Start, start to understand a little bit about repairs. Nothing major, nothing difficult. Just do a little bit. It's like, it's like if you ever wanted to drive a car and you've never seen a car in your entire life, you have to see what a car looks like. You'd have to say, oh, those are tires. Oh, look, that's, that's the hood. That's the trunk. That's the steering wheel. Uh, this is the side I get in to drive it. So it's the same thing with real estate. You know, you want to start to look at houses, start to understand, go to open houses, start, just start looking at real estate. That's where I would start. Yeah, that's good advice. As a matter of fact, I, I just instinctively did that when I was younger and I got into the business. I went to uh, open houses every Sunday morning or Saturday morning, whenever they were in back, when they were in the newspaper. And it's something my wife and I used to do all the time. We'd go out and look at properties particularly the ones that were available in the pockets that we were investing in. And at the time, it was Mayfair. I used to buy houses, what I call pocket. I used to buy houses in between Ron and Cotman, Frankfurt, and Tarsdale. That was my pocket. And even though I bought lots of stuff outside of that pocket, that was the general area that I focused in. And I got so familiar because I went out and looked at every open house when it came up. Um, even though I was a realtor and I could have just looked at the pictures online, I would go anyway. I'd meet the agents, talk mm -hmm. to the agents, yep. thinking, thinking incorrectly at the time that I probably would learn something from them. Well, actually, I, I think a great example is when you bought Executech Suites. You know, for two years, you would look at commercial properties and you were talking to all the real estate agents about what cap rate was and, 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 and other factors. And you learned so much just by looking at them. And then finally, you came across a really good deal. That made sense to you based on the information you had basically stolen from other real estate agents. That's pretty much how it either came from sellers. Uh, sometimes it came from the sellers. Sometimes it came sure. from the agents. Sure. But generally, there was almost a realtor and a seller at every one of these meetings or at most of them. So you're right. It's The business can be that simple from a standpoint. But as far as other things, there's there's things that you definitely need some mentors in, such as contracts and how you're going to do this sure, and all sure. the and all the potential uh possibilities to get yourself into trouble can you lose money in real estate you bet your butt you can so you have to learn a little bit about the business before you make any of the uh, major mistakes that newbies often make yeah and at least know some of the terminology like you know like you know you can't use the word master master uh, bedroom anymore now it's main bedroom that's a different subject. Now we're not going to go down that road. <laughs> well, you already did. I know. I just thought I'd say it because you know. I, I, now I just, that you've said that, you're a racist, Larry. I, I absolutely, I must be because because I still call it the master bedroom. Anyway, eight five five nine three nine eleven thirty seven is the phone number. Eight five five nine three nine eleven thirty seven. Yeah, there's no boundaries here. Hey, why don't we run a commercial? Let's do it. Let's run a commercial so we can finish laughing. 
Okay. Hi, I'm Phil Falcone from Investorschooling.com. I'm inviting you to a complimentary class in Langhorn this Thursday night at 7 p.m. I will teach you how to buy ugly houses and make them beautiful. As a bonus, we will also teach you stock option investing. So get your butt to this meeting, 7 p.m. this Thursday night, Langhorn. 215-876-3002 Investorschooling.com Hey everybody, it's Larry Sinus from Investorschooling.com You heard my partner Phil Falcone tell you why you should be there this Thursday night to learn about real estate investing and learn about stock options trading. We're telling you right now you will make more money than you've ever made in your entire life if you learn these two skills. Be there this Thursday night at 7 o'clock in our Langhorn headquarters. Go to Investorschooling.com Pull over right now, take out your phone and go to Investor Investorschooling.com. RSVP right now. Investorschooling.com. See you Thursday. I'm Phil Falcone from Executech Suites. I got a question for you. What do you get for $4.95 a month at Executech Suites? You get an office big enough for one person. You get the furniture in that office. You get the telephone on the desk. You get the telephone number. You get the fax number. You get the internet. You get two full-time receptionists to answer the phone in the name of your company and patch the calls to you, whether you're in the office, in your car, or at home sleeping on a couch. You get the conference rooms. You get the mailboxes. You get the printer, the copy, the scanner. You get the janitorial service, the utilities, and free coffee. I know it's hard to believe that you could get all those things for $495 a month, but it's true. 67 Buck Road in Huntington Valley, Executech Suites. Give us a call, 215-942-7701, 215-942-7701. Hey, everybody, it's Larry Sinus from InvestorSchooling.com. And I'm Phil Falcone from InvestorSchooling.com. Hey, what are we going to teach him this Thursday night, Phil? We're going to teach you how to invest in real estate so you can build a basis to get rich. And I promise I'm going to teach you stock options. So go to InvestorSchooling.com and RSVP right now. Right, Phil? We've been in this business for 30 years. We have amazing amounts of information to share with you. Get your butt to this meeting this Thursday night in Langhorn. InvestorSchooling.com. All right, all right. What's up, everybody? Larry Steinhaus and Phil Falcone, and we are here at Investor Schooling Live. We're actually in our headquarters. We have a studio built in in our headquarters. If you're watching on Facebook Live, you've just seen some views of it. And if you are a regular listener to this show, we want to thank you. We've heard a lot of people are regular listeners to this show. We really like it. It's great. So our phone number, if you want to call in and ask us any questions right now, at 855-939-1137. We love it when you call in, 855-939-1137. If you have any questions about, I don't know, about real estate, about stock options, about how my wife called me a manhole cover, or anything else like that, you feel free to, feel, feel free to call us right now, 855-939-1137. I see, I see uh, you got some guy, George, you're talking to on Facebook right now who, uh, who you want to play tennis with. Yeah, well, you know, I'm always looking for tennis players. As a matter of fact, if there are any tennis players that would like to play me, I am like a 3.5, and I'm uh, actively looking for players. And uh, it's been harder to find people to play than I thought it would be. So, you know, I, I was playing tennis with you for a while. Mm -hmm. and, and, and what happened was the last few times that we were supposed to play, you canceled on me. No, that's not true. That is true. And, and it became very difficult for me to actually want to play tennis with you again because of that. So maybe I will start playing tennis. Get the hell out of here. I didn't do uh, nothing like You that. did, too. You canceled on me several times. 
You say, oh, let's do 10 o'clock on Saturday. Then all of a sudden, oh, no, I got a house to look at. Oh, no, uh, let's do let's do uh, 3 o'clock on Saturday. No, no, I got to go to Executech Suites and well, paint if you're something. A, if you're asking me, does uh, real estate deals and making money take a precedent over tennis? You damn sure it does. Well, there you go. Okay. See? see, You see? You, you know, so just so you know, if you're going to play tennis with Anyway, with don't be interfering with my advertising here. You're I'm advertising pay- for tennis players? I'm paying good money for this ad. Listen, right we're supposed now. to be advertising for investor schooling. I think I think you forgot. Right. So I'm paying good money for this ad and I, I want to finish it. So <laughs> if there's anybody out there who's about a 3.5, I don't care if you're a little better or a little worse, I don't care. I'm just looking for uh, people to play with. Uh, I'm a member of the Doylestown Tennis Club and I can also play at the Southampton Club, uh, although uh, Doylestown's a beautiful facility if you haven't seen it. Or I could even travel to you. So if you want to play me, Larry, what's that number? 855-939-1137. My secretary, Larry Steinhouse, will answer the phone and coordinate my tennis matches <laughs> for me. All you have to do is call 855-939-1137 if you would like to play me in tennis. Oh, I, I, uh, Are we talking about tennis now? Uh, that was just a little personal thing. you know. Oh, okay, I got okay. it. Okay, now if you want to learn about real estate investing or stock option investing, you want to call... Where could they do that? They could call 855-939-1137, and we could teach you that. We're actually having a, a class on Monday night. Tomorrow night. Yes, I know. I call it Monday night anyway. You call it Monday night even, even though, though it's, tomorrow, it's night? tomorrow night? Tomorrow night could be confused. We've had this problem before, remember? When yes, they're listening I do remember to the show that. next Saturday that's right, that's right. and they think that the school's open when it's not. Right, exactly. So it's Monday night at seven o'clock. But the last class is twelve twenty one. Let's at least okay, make twelve twenty one at seven PM. It's the last class of the year. It's the last class of the year. If you want to come on out, we're doing a mastermind. We're gonna talk about stock options, we're gonna talk about real estate. It's a class from like seven to nine, and it's uh, a bunch of our students will be here, and we're just going to have a good time, and we're going to talk about and, and stocks. And the woman who called me a manhole cover, yeah, is making really good cookies. She didn't call you a manhole cover; she called you a name that rhymes with manhole. I know, cover. I got that. I just, okay. you know, we still can't say the name over the air. I mean, you know, I, I can do it, but but the only way I could do it is, you know, is um, is doing it like this. Okay, do you want to get to the next topic? <laughs> What's the next topic? Uh, how do you build a buyer's list? All right, I How'd like you it. build your buyer's list, Larry? So I actually, so we actually have a buyer's list that we built together, uh, and we go to a website. It's called OurBuyersList.com. So what we basically did was we went to some, some service, a email service that lets you, uh, you know, that collects names in, in email. So in other words, you would go there. You have to opt in. Because we don't re- we don't really want to just blast emails to people who don't want them because that's called spamming. So you would have to opt in. It's called ourbuyerslist.com, and you get on our buyers list. So when Phil and I have properties for sale and we want to send it out, we would put it on our, our buyerslist.com, and you'd actually see them there. And we would also can email you those those as well. So here here's where it usually starts. It usually starts where this person says, "But I don't have any buyers. How do I tell people that I have a buyers list, or how do I tell people that I have buyers?" Well. The first thing you need to do is, at the very least, is get their name and their email and put it on a piece of paper. Put it in an Excel spreadsheet. I don't care what you put it in. Just make sure you have it so that way when you do have a property for sale or you do have a property that you want to talk about with someone, you at least know who to contact. This happens quite often where our students, you know, they, 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 they don't realize that they actually have a dozen people 
even uh, addressing to 100 people that would probably be on their buyer's list immediately. I know a really quick way you could build your buyer's list. Go to Investor Schooling <laughs> and say hello to people who are in the room. That's really true, actually. Do you, do you know that at Investor Schooling, we have people who are our students who are also private investors, who are also house buyers, who do regularly do flips, okay? If you find a house that is in usually in a wholesale business, you're finding properties that are in dire need of repair. And if you find a piece of property like that, get your butt to investor schooling. Look, you know, I've been known to buy from students. You've been known to buy from students. We've been students have been known to buy from us. So, heck, if you really got a property you're looking to sell, just call 855-939-1137. <laughs> That's right. That can also be used to join the school. It can also be used to play tennis. It's an amazing phone number. Can you put a tennis court in a house? Uh, you could if you had a big enough room. Okay. And a pretty high ceiling. I guess, yeah, you probably would need a pretty yeah. high ceiling. You know, so there's lots of ways that you can build a buyer's list. The best way is, look, just talk to people. Tell people that you are in the business and you're looking to do some wholesaling and meet people and get their phone numbers and get their email addresses and keep in touch with them. All I right, like let's that move idea. on to the next topic. All right. This one should be fun. What is better, stocks or real estate? Okay, so I have a problem with this question as I do with every question that has an or in it. And the question, and the reason I have a problem with it is why not both? Why do we have to have an either or? Why is one better than the other? Both is a perfectly acceptable answer. So why are we even having this conversation of which is better? Because I want to talk about it. Well, then you go right ahead and talk about it. All right. So if I had to pick, I love trading stock options. I have a blast doing it. And I, I think it's going to be a skill that I have already developed, but will continue to develop it further in the future. I'm quite certain at this point in my life that I will be trading stock options until the day I die. Because it is such a great way to make some extra cash. And it is fun. And that's the part that really surprised me. I never thought it would be as much fun as it actually is. It is fun, definitely. It is a blast. It's, it's absolutely. I'll tell you what. You just find a day where you make like $12,000 off of something that you bought last week. Yep. And man, you're going to feel really good. And I can't even describe to you how that feels. It's just amazing. And then as your account, when you make $12,000, now you have more buying power. And now the ability to make 12000 more often than you ever did before gets easier and easier as it just continues to compound itself to a point where, Larry, what's your best day in the market? $193,000 in one day. That's a one heck of a day. That was a really good day. One heck of a day. I like that. Day. And Larry, this, Larry's not going back like twelve years to when he did it was this. About he, a month he, ago. He did this about. Yeah. I'd say it's about a month and a half ago yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, so I love stock options, but I think if I had to pick one, I'd pick real estate, just because it's one of the greatest ways to make money in this world in large chunks. If you want to be a multimillionaire. Let me drop a little secret on you right now. Buy a couple of houses. Buy a house a year if that's the best you can do. 
Okay, get to a point where you own 10 houses. It's almost impossible if you own 10 investment properties, even if they're, mm-hmm. they're inexpensive houses like row homes in Philly at 100 grand a piece. Okay, over a period of time, probably not that long, probably not longer than a decade. If you bought 10 houses, even took a couple years to buy those 10 houses or you took 10 years to buy those houses, it wouldn't matter. Your chances of being a millionaire are almost 100%, okay? Even if you make a ton of mistakes and you don't know what the heck you're doing and you're buying the wrong neighborhoods and you don't take care of the properties and you don't manage your tenants properly, you still will be a millionaire just by plain old luck. You really will, okay? Because property values go up uh, most of the time and this kind of thing is something that we can teach you here at Investor Schooling. So if you're not doing anything this Monday night, that would be tomorrow, tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. That would be December 21st at 7 o'clock. Come to Investor Schooling. Our address is on the website, investorschooling.com. Find our address. It's 108 Corporate Drive in Langhorne, Pennsylvania. Get your butt to this meeting at 7 o'clock, 12 21 20. Right, and just understand that if you click at investorschooling.com, you're going to go to the Thursday class, which is the first Thursday in January, but you're welcome to just show up tomorrow night. We, we will allow you to show up yeah. tomorrow night. It's uh, it's just unusual that we do that. It's just because we usually ask you to come Thursday before you come to a mastermind so you understand a little bit more about the mastermind, but you're welcome to come. If you want to just show up, we'd love to have you tomorrow night, and that's what Phil's talking about. But if you want to go to investorschooling.com and you want to sign up for a regular Thursday night class, you can do that as well. And, of course, somebody give us a call, 855-939-1137, 855-939-1137. We love talking to you and finding out more about what you have going on in the world so larry how come you didn't ask me how much money have i made off of uh, my real estate transaction recently hey phil how much money have you made off your real estate transaction lately Hundred twenty-seven thousand nine hundred ninety dollars how many no cents yeah i forgot the cents all right that's fine it's fine yeah so, so i just did a deal uh almost around the same time that larry had his most yeah, successful good, we had day. a good month together that was a great we made month. more money together. We made more money in a month than most people make in five years, probably longer. Yeah, maybe. Think yeah. about that. Yeah, you know, you're probably right. Yeah, between what you made and mine, it's half a million dollars. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> right? right. Yeah. Yeah. We had a we had a wonderful month last month, and uh, it's funny. I find it quite comical to me that uh, because I'm in the vacation rental business and I'm in the office rental business. Not particularly two great categories to be the owner of during COVID. Okay. So I got slammed really hard on the vacation rental business. How about the education business? Yeah, really. Right. The education business somehow has been doing pretty well. Yeah, we did pretty well because we we started doing some Zoom classes, but but we were still still hurt. So I got a black eye when, uh, you know, when you own a bunch of vacation rentals and the governor of Florida shuts down the beaches, the bars, and the restaurants. Geez, it's hard to get people to go on vacation, okay? And then my office building had, uh, we, we lost a few tenants because of the COVID and people didn't want to be around other people and all that. But then somehow, if you work hard and you're smart and you, and you, and you go to a school where you're talking about money all the time, guess what happens? Another way to make money pops up. Another idea you may have not thought of before, all of a sudden, now you're doing that. 
We taught our students how to go out and get SBA loans and how to get approved for them. And we had millions of dollars that were lent from the government at amazing interest rates with deferred payments for an entire year to most of our students. If you'd been a member of Investor Schooling, some of these people got over $100,000 in inexpensive loans. Can you imagine just that alone would be a reason to join this school? Having people like Larry and I who are here to give you great advice about uh, taking advantage of the benefits that the government provided for us during the COVID period. What an amazing thing. You know, it's, it's, and also, look, I'm going to tell you something else. We started teaching, uh, we started teaching uh, tax, you know, tax, uh, tax evasion. No, not tax evasion. Tax avoidance, because there's a big difference between tax evasion and tax avoidance. And I don't know. I put away this year almost seventy thousand dollars of money that will not be taxed when I take it out. That's awesome. It's just amazing how you can do that. And and we start learning how to avoid paying paying taxes legally. It's another great way to save money. I mean, just the world just changes when you start hanging around people who actually talk about money. They say that you become the five people that you hang around with, right? Yeah, it's called the theory of association. Sure. And, and most people will become the average of the five people they spend the most time with. So if you spend a lot of time with your friends and your friends like to drink beer and go bowling, chances are that your bowling average is going to go up. And that's a good thing. So will your body weight because <laughs> you're drinking so much beer. Okay. And uh, Is that why I'm getting fat because I'm hanging around you? Uh, no, I mean, you know, I like to drink a few beers, but I, uh, you know, I don't think you can blame any, any weight gain on me. You're pretty much responsible for that. All right. But, um, you know, look, COVID was a, uh, 2020 was a crazy year. So I got hit really hard in the beginning of the year, but I didn't give up. I just kept fighting, looking for ways to make money, looking for whatever I could do to get out of this mess that we were all stuck in. And I ended up finishing with one of the strongest years of my entire life. Right. Same here. Absolutely. Same here. I'm going to, I'm going to finish with the, one of the strongest years of my entire life as well. Right. This was, I think making money wise. Yeah. There's going to be a yeah. very big tax bill. Yeah. I agree. This year. On but my that, and that's why I put a lot of money away that, that, you know, that's going to be tax deferred and, ta- and, and non-taxed. Yeah. It ha- I had to do it, but you're right. It's a lot of money this year. And I'm right. shocked at how much money it is. It's, it's fantastic. It well, let's probably, keep going. Let's keep probably going. the highest let's... number ever. Okay, cool. Keep going. Keep going. Okay, so uh, tell me something, Larry. Uh, I mean, the question is, do you always buy from a motivated seller? So the que- do I always buy from a motivated seller? I, I, you have to define motivated seller. So the answer would probably be yes, because anyone who wants to sell their property is motivated. Not necessarily. No, they could just be testing the market. Well, yeah, then you're probably not. So gonna, you're not probably, gonna probably buy the property, yeah. uh, you know, we could take away always and just say, hey, what are the benefits of buying from a yeah, motivated I, I like seller? that. I like that. I like that better. I like, I like that much better. So, <laughs> I'm just thinking about the last property I bought with the guy who was who had a problem with the bats. If you remember that story, yeah, well, sure, you could tell a yeah. quick version of that story. Yeah. So, so there was, a, you know, so recently I just picked up a house. And uh, this was a house that I went to closing. And when I went to, uh, by the way, when I went to contract, I put nothing down in the contract. There was no earnest money deposit, which everybody's like, oh, you have to put 20% down. No, that's not true. You put zero down. And then I went to closing with absolutely no money in my pocket when I arrived at closing. And I left with a check for $28,500 when I bought this house, just so you know. And uh, it was pretty interesting. But the seller of the house 
had a problem, and you know, I don't know if it was, uh, if it was, if it was a normal problem. I don't know what it was, but the story was he had bats in the house, or he had a bat in the house at one point, and it scared him, his wife, and his kids so much that they all hunkered together in one room and slept there for months, and he had to get out of the house desperately. So he got a car postcard from me, and I, again, I don't know how I found the guy. I mean, I was just sending out postcards randomly to people who who possibly were in houses for a couple of years or whatever it may be. Uh, and, and sure enough, the guy calls me and says, I got to sell my house. You got to come get me. You got to, you got to, I got I to go. I got to get out of here. You got to, you got to come buy my house. So I went to see him. We went under contract. I bought the house for a nice discount. It does need a lot of work, but I bought it for a nice discount. When it's all done, it'll probably be worth twice what I paid for it. And I won't put much into it. I'll probably put about a quarter of, of what it needs to go into it. And I'll probably make about 300 to $400 a month positive cash flow with the rent on that property as well. So that's how much uh, cash out of your pocket did you use? Uh, I didn't take any cash in my pocket. I put cash in my pocket. So you got paid to buy a house. I got paid to buy the house, and then I make another three or four hundred dollars a month of positive cash flow after I rent it. Isn't that amazing? Hmm. Yes. And this is what we teach in investor schooling. And I'm telling you, you can do this yourself. It's not hard. We just have to teach you how to do it. And we have to teach you what to say to the. What, what the kind of conversation to have with the seller that will make this all possible for you. All right, let's keep moving. You want to go on to the next one? Sure. What's the next one? Okay, the next one is fall in love with the deal, not the property. So I don't know what that means to you, but to me it means the deal is the financial arrangements, the price I'm paying for the house, the potential creative financing that is built into that deal. Now, this is a little bit more of an advanced topic when we start talking about creative financing. But trust me, you don't need to be a genius to understand this stuff. You just need to learn it from people who are experts at it. And hello, you're talking to two of them. You don't know how powerful creative financing strategies can be until you learn about That's them. Right. They can take a property that is a mediocre deal and tell, turn it into a phenomenally profitable deal with, without, without much of a difference other than you asking the right question to the right seller. That is so true, and, and that's exactly how this deal worked. The one that I walked away with some money was creative financing deal. So, so you, know, you also said you know, don't fall in love with the property, fall in love with the deal. Here's, here's, and here's a common problem that we run into with uh, the students who come to investor schooling. You know, they live on this block and they see that three doors down is a house that's in bad shape and nobody's living there. So they come to the school and they go, hey, what do you think? Should I buy this house that's three doors down from me? That's, that has, and the first thing we say is, did you talk to the seller? Well, no, not yet. I'm deciding whether I should talk to the seller. And then a week later, uh, I'm still thinking about buying that house that's three doors down from me. Did you talk to the seller? Well, no, but what do you think the comps are? What do you think it's worth? What's the difference? You didn't talk to the seller. Then another week later, they come in and the same thing. It's, you know, they, I'm still thinking about buying that house that's three doors down from me that nobody's living in. Did you talk to the seller? No. How do you find the seller? And, 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 this is, and I'm serious. This is what we have. And sometimes Phil and I scratch our heads and go, what are we teaching you or what are you learning? Because they're obviously, we're teaching them much not to do this. Well, there are a lot of people who are just plain not going to go knock on somebody's door. Right. Okay. And they fall in love with the house, and that's the problem. They're like, oh, I could buy this house. But I, I love the story about your house, the one that you bought that was down the block from you, that your wife told you for two years to go buy. I don't know if she told me for two years, but she told me for a while. Yeah, for a while, right. She was telling you to go buy it, and sure enough, Phil didn't even knock on the door. 
It wasn't that I didn't knock on the door. I couldn't get in touch with them. I had no way to get in touch with them. The, the parents who lived there were dead. I didn't even know their names or anything. Well, what, what, yeah. what are you, like one of these students that comes every week and says, I don't know how to yeah. get a hold of the people? Anyway, I got in touch with the people eventually, and I bought the house. <laughs> and you did buy the yes. house. That's yes. exactly right. But at the same time, and here's what the real difference was. You bought, what, 25, 30 houses while you were waiting to talk to that guy? Well, that's what I do for a living. Right, exactly. And that's the point. You need to be out there letting people know you're buying houses, letting people know that you're available, letting people know that you can help them. I mean, this guy who who bought the, who I bought this house from the other day, the, the bat guy, he actually thanked me profusely at the closing. He goes, thank you so much. Thank you for your patience. Thank you for buying my house. Thank you for everything you did to help him. Because that's all I do is I try to help him. And at the same time, I thanked him because I got a nice deal on a property that he wanted to get out of. And that's what this business is all about. It's helping people. Well, it's pretty common, I mean, for real estate investors. I mean, uh some people have the perception that we go around and steal houses, but that's not the case at all. No. Okay. Not. Most of the time, our clients are thrilled with us buying their house. Right. This they, guy, if this guy would have tried to sell his house with a realtor, the realtor would have said, no way. And, and, and then if he would have tried to sell it with a realtor, the buyer would have came in and done an inspection. This house, not only, I mean, the kitchen floor was rotted through. At one point, by the front, by the sliding glass door, there's no way anybody's going to buy this house if an inspector comes in. The inspector says, "Oh, that's bad," and all these other things are bad. But I'm buying the house because I know that I can fix the kitchen floor for less than a hundred bucks. So why don't we hit this next question? Sure. This next topic, actually, when negotiating, never be the first to name a number. Hundred grand. <laughs> okay, so this is a controversial topic because I I kind of agree that. If you have to be the one to name the number first, just name a ridiculous number. Right, exactly. Right. Right. You want to, you want to name something that's so ridiculous that they they have to say no. And we get this a lot. We go out, we see people, and I say, hey, Phil, how much do you want for your property? And you say? You tell me. Well, and this is, I tell you what, let's see if we do the role play. Well, Phil, I, you know, I, I don't really, I'm not quite sure. You know, the property values in your neighborhood go anywhere from sixty to 150000 What do you want for your house? Well, you know, uh, I have an idea, but I don't think I could say it out loud. Well, you should, because I really need to have a rough idea whether whether this is going to be a good deal for both of us or not. Well, you're the one that's supposed to be the real estate expert, according to that postcard that you sent me. I absolutely am an, an expert, and I want to make sure that this is a win-win situation. And like I said, the house in your neighborhood are going anywhere from sixty to 150000 What do you think your house is worth? I have no idea. You have no idea? No idea. So if I gave you 60000 for it right now, you'd be good with it? Well, I, is that your number? Well, I just want to know if that's what you, if you would take it. I just want to know if that's your number. Well, it's a number, and it's, it, if, if you will take it, I'm offering it. Well, I don't know if I could take a number that low. Really? Well, what, what, what's the lowest number you would take? Well, you see, I, uh, I have a wife, and I'd have to talk to her about it. I, well, Phil, we wouldn't be having this conversation if I knew you had a wife. So I'm not even going to continue this conversation. What do you when mean we... you don't talk to married people? No, I, I... <laughs> no, I I do talk to married people, but I I would have known to have her available. Is she is she in the house? Is she is she well, around? You, you should have asked me that question before you came over here. I would have if I would have known we were we were going to role play with a wife involved. <laughs> All right, look. The point is. Did I just say role play with the wife involved? Look, the point is that when negotiating, it's best that you are not the person to name the number first. Exactly. Okay? That's the point. Okay? However, 
this doesn't just work on real estate. This works when you're car shopping. This works when you're buying a dog. This works when you're buying anything of substance. I wouldn't use it if you're buying some chewing gum at the CVS, but you can use it in any topic where you're buying something of substance and there's a, a big ticket number on it. You should negotiate. Always negotiate. I agree. Always negotiate, and right. you should, and do your best. And, and you know, sometimes you do have to name a number, but do your best not to, and you'll actually find that that is the greatest way to negotiate. Yeah. Look, in the end, if you got to name a number, you name a number, okay? And you see how it goes from there, and you build off of that. So why don't we do this? Why don't we run to a commercial, and then we can do some stock options picks, and we can move on. Let's do it. Hi, I'm Phil Falcone from Investorschooling.com. I'm inviting you to a complimentary class in Langhorn this Thursday night at 7 p.m. I will teach you how to buy ugly houses and make them beautiful. As a bonus, we will also teach you stock option investing. So get your butt to this meeting, 7 p.m. this Thursday night, Langhorn, 215-876-3002, InvestorSchooling.com. Hey, everybody. It's Larry Sinus from InvestorSchooling.com. You heard my partner, Phil Falcone, tell you why you should be there this Thursday night to learn about real estate investing and learn about stock options trading. We're telling you right now, you will make more money than you've ever made in your entire life if you learn these two skills. Be there this Thursday night at 7 o'clock in our Langhorn headquarters. Go to InvestorSchooling.com. Pull over right now. Take out your phone and go to InvestorSchooling.com. RSVP right now. InvestorSchooling.com. See you Thursday. I'm Phil Falcone from Executech Suites. I got a question for you. What do you get for $4.95 a month at Executech Suites? You get an office big enough for one person. You get the furniture in that office. You get the telephone on the desk. You get the telephone number. You get the fax number. You get the internet. You get two full-time receptionists to answer the phone in the name of your company and patch the calls to you, whether you're in the office, in your car, or at home sleeping on a couch. You get the conference rooms. You get the mailboxes. You get the printer, the copier, the scanner. You get the janitorial service, the utilities, and free coffee. I know it's hard to believe that you could get all those things for $495 a month, but it's true. 67 Buck Road in Huntington Valley, Executech Suites. Give us a call, 215-942-7701, 215-942-7701. Hey, everybody, it's Larry Sinus from InvestorSchooling.com. And I'm Phil Falcone from InvestorSchooling.com. Hey, what are we going to teach him this Thursday night, Phil? We're going to teach you how to invest in real estate so you can build a basis to get rich. And I promise I'm going to teach you stock options. So go to InvestorSchooling.com and RSVP right now. Right, Phil? We've been in this business for 30 years. We have amazing amounts of information to share with you. Get your butt to this meeting this Thursday night in Langhorn. InvestorSchooling.com. Welcome back. Welcome back to Investor Schooling Live. I'm Larry Steinhaus, and I'm here with my business... I can't say it the way you say it. Business Business partner, partner, Phil Falcone. And we are the co-founders of Investor Schooling. And we teach stock options. We teach real estate investing. We teach you how to make more money. Hey, before we get into the stock options, uh, has anybody who wants to play me in tennis called? Not yet. Are you sure about that, John? I think John's been told not to not to transfer the calls of anybody who wants to play you in tennis. Hey, look. He heard you were a sore loser. Hey, look. I am. Stop saying false things about my tennis game. Okay. Uh-huh. So if there's anybody out there who plays tennis, I'm a 3.5. You can call 855-939-1137 and you can get in touch with me. 
I'm looking for somebody to play some tennis with. I, I, I need some friends. First of all, everyone who's listening should go, wait a minute. If I play tennis and Phil Falcone is this multimillionaire who invests in real estate, I might be able to suck some free knowledge out of him. So I don't know where people's heads are, but that's up to them. Anyway. The only way they're going to suck knowledge out of me is they better be a competitive tennis player. There you go. Right. You'll be getting, you'll be getting calls from all the pros. All right. All right, so let's talk about the stock market, one of my favorite topics. Um, and here's the deal. So we are now in what we call the dead zone, which is just about over, which means the stock market is about to rock. Isn't that weird? Because the stock market has already been rocking, and it's been rocking pretty well. But we got about 45 days to earnings of major players like Apple and Facebook and the banks, and they're all coming up in about, in about uh, 45 days, which pretty much means that you can't pick a bad play at this point. It's pretty much the time to just start investing. Now, I'm going to tell you that, unfortunately, I missed a little bit of Apple here, but it's an awesome play. If I can get Apple at the 122 range right now, I'd be really happy. Anything below 125, I'm going to tell you to just jump in. So if we get lucky tomorrow and it drops another two points, we'll get. I'm going to, I'm going to just jump in and just hold it out because it's going to rock. In fact, here's my prediction for Apple. My prediction for Apple is... By March, it will be almost 200. It'll be between 175 and 200. And, and here's why. And, and here's what's going on. If you remember Tesla, when Tesla split, you know, Tesla did a, 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 a four-for-one four split, and also Apple did a four-for-one split, what was interesting about that is they both rallied at the same time. Tesla just rallied again, so it went from the it went from the split of 400. It actually went down as low as 300. I think it even went lower even for a little while, and it has it's now uh, over six. There's a slight uh, thing to mention about that. Tesla really doesn't make that much money, and Apple is about the most profitable company right. in the history of the human race. Right. Yeah. Well, little difference there. But it's not about money. So it's about speculation, and it's about momentum. I'm so, only making the point that the financials right. are, are for real mm -hmm. at Apple. And, True. And, and it's eventually going to be worth a lot of money no matter what. Right. And what's happening now is Apple's about to do what Tesla did because all the people who are in Tesla watched Apple do it. While, I mean, I don't think any differently than anybody else. That's what it really comes down to. Now, it's funny because there hasn't been an article written on this yet. And there always is. After I say this, is always an article. I start this. All. You, you guys realize that I, I'm just ahead of the curve. Anyway. Maybe that's true, maybe that's not. But the idea is somebody will write an article on it, and it will, all of a sudden it will rock and roll because that will happen. So I'm going to guess Apple will be in the 175 to 200 range by March or April. Uh, the only problem with that is it's not really the kind of plays that we play because we want to be in and out. We don't want to stay in that long because it could go bad. But if it happens to happen and you want to put some money on it and just let it ride, you can do it, and I think you'll be very happy that you did. So tell us about Facebook. So Facebook is also about to do the same exact thing. Facebook is a beautiful play, and Facebook just keeps moving. And I don't know if you realize this, but it's been going from – and I kept saying – I said 272 was the buy price a couple of weeks ago. And I said if it goes below 268 – or 268 would be the next one. 265, I think I said, but I changed it to 268 cents. But here's the deal. If it goes to 272 again, load up. I'm sorry, 272. Load up. Just load up. You could even load up a 275, and you'd be very happy going into earnings. I believe Facebook's going to hit 350, 
probably at the same time, March or April, it'll be in the 350 range. Now, look, here's what's going to happen, though. We're going to get a major bump in the stock market. I mean, a major drop in the stock market. It's coming. The, uh, the, um, the stimulus package is either going to be passed or not passed. It'll be passed. It won't be passed anything like what we had before because the government simply can't afford it anymore. That's really my take on it. When did that ever stop them? Well, there's a certain point where they they actually you know they actually go well you know maybe we need to pay for this one day, and they don't and they and some people actually get fiscally responsible and say we re actually don't have this money so we we can't do it. I think they think the complete opposite way. I think that if they can spend two trillion on a stimulus, that allows them to steal half a billion. Yeah, it, it, again, let's let's see what happens. I think that's why they're stalling. I think they're stalling because they don't have the money. I, I, I explained this the other day. It's just like when you're a landlord and your tenant doesn't pay the rent and they stall you for as long as they possibly can to try to come up with the money, and I think that's what's going on now. I don't think it's about this little this line item that, that this guy wants or this line item that that guy wants. I think it's about, hey, where are we going to get the money, but let's not tell the press that we're out of money. I think that's really what's going on. But either way, it doesn't matter. The stimulus is going to be passed or not passed. Once it's passed, the, the market will rock for a day. And then after that, it's all downhill for a little while. It's all downhill until earnings. Now, here's what's going to happen. Earnings is going to be at the end of January, and it's going to rock. And, you know, we're going to have some great, some great plays. Facebook will be in the 300s. Apple, I believe, by the end of earnings will probably be 140, 150 uh, on its way up to the to, – I'm sorry, on its way up to the, to the 175, 200. But so February is known to be bad. And – Right after that earnings period, everything's going to just drop, and it's going to be bad. And then we're going to probably going to have the real drop. And it's not going to be, again, we're not going to have like last year where we dropped in, in the teens. That was crazy. So uh, isn't it true that Facebook, Apple, and Google all have earnings on the same day? Yeah, I hate when they do that, Why too. do they do that? Yeah. You know, they used to do it. Google used to have earnings two days before Facebook. And it used to, and it used to make Facebook go down because Google wouldn't make the the money that they're supposed to make, and it would be a great buying opportunity. But now they have it all the same day. It's kind of it kind of. Isn't there stinks. a fourth one that's in there that day? Uh, I'm not sure. Yeah. But again, it just stinks that they do it all the same day. There's no fun anymore. It used to be fun to try to play the other earnings. Oh, Twitter. I think Twitter's in there too. So Twitter's another one. Uh, Twitter's also another one that. By the way, Snap. I can't believe Snap's in the 40s. How did that happen? That's one of those. That I, I still I, I can't get over that one. I, I don't see Snap staying in the 40s, at least not for a while. But we'll see. It's not really one of my plays, so I don't really follow it that much. So Facebook, Apple, all of these are excellent plays. Um, I would stay far away from Tesla. Tesla's too scary. It doesn't make any sense. In fact, I was looking to put options on Tesla just for fun. I wanted to see what it was. If you go out 30 to 45 days put options on Tesla. So Tesla right now, I just want to see the exact number because I, I wanted—I looked at this the other day and I thought it was hysterical. So Tesla's at six seventy-seven, unbelievable. It's at six seventy-seven, and by the way, the uh, don't have enough time. Yeah, I do, just barely. The um, <laughs> the PE, which means the multiple, which means you're paying thirteen hundred and seventy-seven times what this company's worth. It's never going to be worth that much money ever. But th but, but the point is, this stock is right now. It's at six. Six six seventy seven actually finishes six ninety five almost seven hundred the other day and here's the deal, I was looking at put options a five hundred dollar put option, is fifty bucks out forty five days, they're charging fifty bucks for a put option out that's like are you insane you're telling me this thing's gonna drop three hundred points and it has to drop another fifty points on top of it in order for me to make any money that's crazy so anyway that was that 
So I don't know how much more time we have. It looks like we have about a minute and a half, right? Yeah, it looks like that. So what do you what do you want to know, Phil? What do you think's gonna, what do you, what do you think's going to happen? I we got I think we got thirty seconds. What do I think is going to happen with Tesla? Yeah, you know it, it it just defies logic, and you know to, especially at the when the market is in the thirty thousand range, I mean it's it's insanity to to put any money into it. So anyway, thanks to our producer John Cole for helping us out today. If you're interested in becoming a sponsor on this show, email us at info at investorschooling.com. Info at investorschooling.com. And don't forget, you're invited out to our Monday night class. That's tomorrow night. That's December 21st at 7 p.m., 108 Corporate Drive, Langhorne, Pennsylvania. Last class of the year, investorschooling.com. Woo! Hi, I'm Phil Falcone from investorschooling.com. I'm inviting you to a complimentary class in Langhorn this Thursday night at 7 p.m. I will teach you how to buy ugly houses and make them beautiful. As a bonus, we will also teach you stock option investing. So get your butt to this meeting, 7 p.m. this Thursday night, Langhorn, 215-876-3002, investorschooling.com.